for the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. <laughs> letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. <laughs> black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gone knock, the snare gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone pour, the speakers gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Blab Chat, we here, episode 20. Yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Round of applause for us. We are officially in the building again, once again. This is Blab Chat. I am Ill Mind. I'm here with the, I'm gonna call you beautiful today. How about that? <laughs> the beautiful. Say it. Atlas the plug. Atlas the plug. <laughs> and we have the Everyone amazing. Everyone was like, "That's not who we wanted to hear." Oh God. We have the amazing. Perfection. Perfection in here, and the amazing. Good lyrics and music, glam. Glam, glam, glam. We here. You know, already know what it is, man. We here, Blap Chat. We are here, man. This is the all music production podcast you talk about a lot of really cool things creative things we're all creatives Mm -hmm. i make beats perfection makes beats glam makes beats now my man (laughs) atlas the plug Mm. also makes beats Mm, yo it's crazy because like he got the he got the machine out you know first of all atlas the plug for those who don't know you know atlas is my right hand He's my vice president A and R my label Roseville. You know, he's he's the plug. So being around me and being around all these producers, he's like, you know, he's a songwriter, first of all, but then he he's made beats before, but he's kind of getting back into it. So I see him with the uh, machine over there mm-hmm. bumping the shit. He's right? ready. Mm-hmm. He's ready. So we're in the back room. The gold one too, by the way. He got the gold plated one. Yeah. Oof, yes. excuse me. Yes. Oh my God! It's all serious. Now. So we're in the back room, and we're like, "Yo, at you need a production name, right?" So then we're talking about it, and you know, I kind of blurted one out. <laughs> you ready for this? So Atlas's producer name officially now is Mundo. Beat, 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 beats. Get to know him. Get to know him. So get to know Mundo Beats. What's the story behind that, though? Mundo Beats. Mundo Mundo means world. Yeah, yeah. Spanish. In Spanish. So, you know, being Puerto Rican, this this, this guy over here, Atlas, um, we had to tie it in. You know what I mean? Atlas, Atlas. That was what you said when I first met you. Yeah, yeah. He was like, my name's Atlas. Like the world. Like the world. That's right. That's That's right. Exactly. And that's his real name, too. You know? So... It's yeah. only right. The plug is about to take over the world. The pl- Atlas, the plug's gonna take over the world, yeah. man. I, I started saying Atlas like the uh, like the world because uh, whenever I would introduce myself as just Atlas, people would always fuck it up. They'd be yeah. like, How? "What? What? Yeah. Alex?" And like, "No, no, no, Atlas. Alice? So like, yeah. A- A- Axel?" Like I'm like, so I started saying Atlas like the world, and then people get it, and then they remember me. See, like you just said, you said that the first yeah. time. So that yeah. means you said, oh, shit, okay, I remember this guy yeah. now. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
But fuck all that. From now on, it's Mundo Beats. 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 Yeah. Wow. So, such an... We got the wine, of course. Casa del Toro. This is a regular. Yeah. yeah. This is good. Staple wine. This is good. Red wine. Different red wine. No, today. Which one's this one? We got another one. No, it's the same shit. Casa del Toro. Should we start getting one, like, different bottles or, like, just, like, bring in different wines? We should. We should. Yeah. We should. You know? Last week we we had, what, Pinot Noir. This is... I don't know what that is. Oh, it's a Malbec. Malbec. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good uh, regulation for your blood sugar. Yeah. From what I hear, wine every day is good for you. Mm -hmm. They're gonna have to start writing us some checks. We're giving them too many shout outs. Too many shout outs. Yeah. Casa de Toro. Yeah, it's good stuff. So this is Blab Chat episode twenty. We have an amazing show for you guys today. Mm -hmm. But um, before we get into it, and we have a special guest, of course. But uh, before we get into that, man, let's talk about what has happened in the past week or two. Um, in the world of music production and music creation, I mean a lot of really cool things. I want to I want to mention this one. Uh, shout out to Akai, the uh, creators of the MPC. They just released a uh, standalone MPC, which is crazy. So standalone meaning that you don't have to plug it into a computer. You basically just plug it in, turn it on, and rock out like the old school shit. Crazy. Which is pretty dope. Yeah. Um, so shout to Akai. I just want to shout them out for that. I think that kind of brings back like the old school mm. like feel mm-hmm. with like the approach to production when it's just pads and the, the joint. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like for all you Akai users out there, you know, you might want to go get that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So it plugs into the wall, but there's nothing attached to your actual computer? No, no attachment to the computer. Hmm. You know what I mean? So I wanted to mention that because Atlas makes beats now. So, you know, <laughs> got me trying, thinking here. trying Inquired, to get Atlas thinking Inquired. right now. Boom, 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 Oh man! Use some horns next time. Just yeah. don't put that tag in the middle of the of the yeah. song like that right. last guy did. Yeah, don't exactly. do that. I'm not sure how that that's works. gonna be a brown paper bag. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Brown paper bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. What else is going on this week? Man, um, so so many cool things. What is it today? Oh, it's, it's, oh, it's, oh, oh, what's oh. going on next week is eighty twenty. Party. Ooh, 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 ooh. we have eighty twenty. I'm not sure when this is airing, but eighty twenty party. Listen, guys, listen, 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 listen. pay attention. New oh, venue. We started a new venue. We started this party um, a couple months ago. What? Back October, right? Yep. Last year. October. We started yeah. this party in New York City called 8020 Party. And, you know, I think we were just tired of the usual parties that you come across in New York City. It's always one of two things. It's either you can't get in the party because you're not on the list and it's industry and it's and it's like, you know, fucking like if you're not a celebrity or if you're not, you know, a somebody, then it's almost impossible to get in. Right. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't know someone throwing a party, you're not getting in. Uh, and it's either that or um, dress code, a dress code thing where you pay a hundred dollars for a table or five hundred dollars for a bottle. Drink minimums. Drink minimums. Drink minimums. You know, oh so God. that that whole thing and I'm not knocking every party out here, but you know, that that's kinda whack, you know what I mean? So we wanted to start a party where all are welcome. There's no politics, there's no egos, just good people, good vibes, good music, good producers, good beats. And uh, we started this party eighty twenty and it's been growing. So if you guys ever catch us um, doing a party, definitely slide through. 
um you know we're rocking out with a rap music we've rocked out with so many people i'm obviously on on a dj set doing exclusives uh, we gotta get glam on a set too we gotta get perfection on a yeah, set sure. we, gotta, yeah, we gotta get mundo beats on a set you know what i'm saying mundo! <laughs> and um so come to the 80 20 party follow us on our social media um at 80 20 party 8020 party that's uh, instagram twitter facebook and all that good stuff and uh follow us man we get we catching good vibes here in new york city you yes. know what i'm saying Next week, uh, january 26th yeah exactly so um i want to shout out man there's like some really crazy new music coming mm-hmm. out and uh some of it's pretty whack some of it's pretty amazing um there's this record that's been buzzing and uh, it's called Bad and Bougie. Man, yes. listen, and I it's was by Migos. He, he literally took the words out of my mouth, I swear to God. <laughs> literally. That's that crazy. shit is <laughs> litting to yeah. I love that song. I love Migos. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking Glenn, we were talking um about that earlier mm-hmm. about how like you were up on that record for a minute. I was. Talk about it, Glam. Yeah, first off, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, yeah, I've been loving the record um, based off of, I like Metro as a producer. Also shout out to Metro. Well. And really quickly, shout out to the homie G Coop, um, who co-produced that with Metro. Um, he did. He composed the actual synthesizers and music. So shout out to G Coop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The so chords, continue. Yeah, so the chords and everything. Yeah, so I love the song. I already love Migos was looking for the instrumental because I was like, damn, I want to I want to remix it, you know? And then um, couldn't find the instrumental online, just found a lot of loops and, like, remakes and couldn't find it. And then up until maybe, what, last week or the week before, um, Childish Gambino shouted them out at the Golden Globes. Hey! And, you know, even though everybody in the crowd did not know what the hell he was talking about, it went number one shortly right after yeah. that. It was already popping. Mm-hmm. already popping record. Mm-hmm. But I was like, let me go back and see if I can find this instrumental. And lo and behold, it was now on the internet so right. i mean like yeah it was already popping but it took him you know on that platform for to sure be like yo yeah yep. this song is so yep, yep, good yeah and he's right yeah this and good. and that's lit. crazy because man i was bumping that song for months mm-hmm. like i was See? back in la in september wow. and like when that whole um what do you call it um What's the name of the song? This, it was like the mannequin when they did the mannequin challenge. Oh, the mannequin challenge was, how did I forget that? Black the name? Yes. Yeah, yeah. The race Remmer. Yep. Yeah. When Black that Beatles. was buzzing, I was still listening to Bad and Bougie. Like Crazy. to yeah. me, that was like the second, you know, single yeah. that was kind of going that direction. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So yeah. I was surprised when it went number one, and I'm like, after like how long? Like yeah. this record's it crazy. Was the, it was spinning for a minute yeah. before they it's were lit. like, oh no, this was and, already tight. And us. it's crazy to see how a platform like that really makes a difference. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it, it's been out for a couple months. Yeah. Like that yeah. song's been moving, but like because that would have been different if he said that at like the BET Awards or the Hip Hop Awards. You think you so? Know yeah. what I'm saying? A yeah. little bit. Because it just taps into another audience. A lot right. of people don't... I personally don't watch Golden Globes. Right. So it's right. like for people who do, who probably don't ever listen to music that in that field, it right. made them curious. Like, exactly. No I right. think that's what it was. It made people curious about it. Like, who's Migos? Who's mm-hmm. this? So it just shot them. I think yeah. sales increased like 300% the next day. <laughs> yeah. And it shot to number one on the Hot yep. 40, the yep. Top 40 yeah. Billboard. Overnight. So overnight. And I saw that Mike Will like kind of... Um, tweeted like 
would anybody want to see Amigos, Ray Schremmerd, like mixtape with like Metro and like him? All, of course. Like, yeah. Of yes, course. I, yes. Yeah. Well, See, yes, I would. That's why I fuck with Metro and Mike Will, because mm-hmm. listen, like all these all these cats that are repping Atlanta, like it's in their blood to think about collaboration mm-hmm. and think about how can we team up so that we can all eat right. and all win. And I, I wish that the same mentality was true in New York, man. Yeah. Like, and, mm-hmm. and, and I, I'm doing what I can to, to try and get that going, but yeah. it's tough out here in New York. So listen to all my producers out there, like just always keep in mind, man, like if you partner up with people and collaborate, you're always going to win. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the art of collaboration mm-hmm. is so important and it's, it's everything. And, you know, I've been doing it more lately and I think, you know, whether you're an upcoming producer or established or whatever it is, like, reach out to people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Break bread because that's how music is made. Do you think you it's know? like the whole New York, the New Yorker mentality of, like, people being so closed off? Because I don't, I see that not only in, like, music production, mm-hmm. kind of like every sense of the music industry, like, even artists, you yeah. know, like, everyone's so, like, mm, should closed I work off. with you? Or, like, why should I, I work I th- with you? I think it goes twofold. Like, I think with rappers... With rappers, it's different because every rapper wants to be number one. Right. Right. Every rapper feels like they're the best, and they should. Mm -hmm. If you're a rapper, you should feel like you're the best. So I think that's kind of what hinders the collaborative effort because it's like, why would I want to work with you? Like, trying to be better than you. If I'm trying to be better than you. And also, too, it's a leverage thing. It's like, well, if I'm more popping than you are, then why should I do you that favor? Right. And then if if you're trying to work with someone who's more popping than you, most likely that person is not going to yep. reach out and be like, let me help you out. Yep. But with, with producers, I think the issue is, and this is, might be, sound weird and I might be wrong, but I think with producers, it's just straight up that most producers are just shy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like uh, they're in their own world. They got their headphones on. They're in their room or wherever studio. And most producers are by themselves, yeah. first of yeah. all. They're not with yeah. people. Mm-hmm. So the, the people skills aren't at a, a high level, mm-hmm. you know? So like... They're not going to just reach out and be like, yo, let's do some shit together. I'm, I'm talking about most producers, right. you know. So um, I, I think that's the issue. I think, you know, as a music producer, we we should, you know, kind of open up a little bit and not be so timid and afraid to reach out. Right. You know what I mean? This shit works. <laughs> yeah, I think I think. Uh, and since Mundo Beats is, is, is here, you yes. know, <laughs> M- Mundo is very social. By Mundo! The way. <laughs> I love it. So Mundo is going to be okay, but go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, but uh, two things. First thing, uh, talking about like hip hop and and people messing with each other. You know, hip hop was, uh, you know, they call it a sport. You know what I mean? It right. was always like I'm better than this guy. So like even in sports, they don't they don't fuck with the other teams. In yeah. fact, don't even step on my fucking field. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so so the, the, as far as that goes, I get it. Um, now with the producers, I think now with social media and the internet. And all that, like you said, collabing is should be easier because now you can just DM or email yeah. and shoot them. Yo, ch- yo, I made this sample. Check this out. Yep. You just send them to mad people, mm-hmm. and then you know they'll they'll add some drums or they'll do something. Boom, and then they might they'll be shopping it while you're shopping it, and it's just everybody wins. Mm-hmm. Everybody wins. Perfect example. Um, love yours, J Cole. You yeah. know, those were pianos that my man Critical and Cardiac put together, mm-hmm. and they they had sent me that loop probably a year before i did that beat like literally it was like a year so they did that back in 2013 
Um, and so I was in the studio one day. I loaded it up. I heard it. I was like, yo, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Laid some drums down, did some rearrangement, layered a little bit. And then that was the beat. And then I sent it to Cole's people. And then he was like, yo, we got something. And that was it. So like, if I never thought to collaborate then that song would never exist so did you get it a year later or like how did that work what the actual like you you said you got the loop yeah so i got the loop a year before that okay i made it a year later and then the placement happened probably a couple months Mm -hmm. after that yeah so it was like really like perfect timing Mm -hmm. you know so so like i said guys you know for all the producers like just be open to collaborate. You know yeah. what I mean? Don't be afraid to collaborate. And I think good things will happen. So speaking of collaboration, we have an amazing guest today. Um, we got my man, um, Fuse, from 808 Mafia. Woo. Major key. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended, because Southside from 808 Mafia produced Major Key. But um, shout to Fuse. We're going to talk to Fuse about a lot of things. Um, his success how he came up, um, how he came up and um, discography, all that good stuff. You already know how we do here on Blab Chat. So we're going to talk to Fuse, the vice president of 808 Mafia alongside Southside, and uh, we're going to get it cracking. It was good. It was good. It was top in. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got Fuse here, man. Let's give a warm, warm round of applause for the vice president Woo! of 808 Mafia, Fuse. Yeah. Hey. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. Man, Fuse, what, what, what's good, man? First of all, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, bro. You know, um, we have so much to talk about with you, bro. Um, yeah. Thank you for being being on the show. Uh, so let's let's jump right in, man. Um, Fuse, 808 Mafia, you're here with uh, me, obviously, Ilmine, my man Atlas The Plug. Uh, we're here with... Dudes, perfe- my dudes. Yes. My, my, my co-host, um, Perfection. What's Say going what on? And my other co-host, Glam. What's up? What's good? And we here, man. We're, we're going to talk. Let's talk beats. Let's talk uh, about your come up, your success, and where you plan to head, where you plan to go from here. So, um, man, I really want to just kind of start from the very beginning um, when you started, when you decided to start producing beats. Uh, every producer has a moment where they say, you know what, let me pick up a machine or let me download Fruity Loops or whatever it is, and let me just start making beats. So what was that definitive moment when you decided to just start making beats? And why did you start making beats? Uh, man, me, it was just like all my friends. I knew a lot of uh, dudes I was producing. So like me, I was a rapper first. So I was just around with the producers. So I think it was just at a point where I was just like, I felt like, Every time I was around them making beats, I felt like I knew what they were doing, but I just didn't know. So I just had that on the machine. So once I got my hands on my first MPC, and I just pretty much used to do what I used to see my boys do. But then before you know it, I used to make beats. But I, I mean, what made really want to do it, I think it was like I was at a studio and I was making some beats on the headphone. The client was going there to make uh, to purchase beats from one of my other friends. But he heard the beat that I was making through the headphones, and he was like, yo, listen to that real quick. I let him listen. The next thing you know, he asked me, like, how much did I charge the beat? I got sold the beat by, like, like, I don't know. I think I charged, like, $50. Wow, $50 for the beat. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that was my first beat I ever sold. I was just happy somebody even wanted the beat. How, uh, when that happened, how, how, how old were you? 
Uh, how old was I? I think I was like 22. 22. Wow, early on. So you yeah. you were you were influenced by the people that were around you. You copped the MPC, started making beats. What were what were those early Fuse beats like? Like were they sample based? Were they what, what were they oh, like? Yeah, yeah, that's all I used to do. Just, I mean, I still do it, but I was just sample driven. Everything sample I would say, like my biggest influence. I would say if I was uh, trying to make beats like anybody. I don't know. I used to listen to like a lot of just plays. I was like, yep. Play, get folks. Uh, who else? Who used to um, I don't know. There's a lot of. I, mean, I used to like other producers too, like Rodney Church. Yep. Savage Harrison. I don't know. Like, he was some dope drums and stuff like that. D. Michael Cox and all that. But, I don't know. Like, I would just say, like, early on, for my sample days, I would just say, like, these like, are place or heat makers or something like that. Legends. Yeah. Legends. I mean, I think yeah. to a certain extent, we're all kind of influenced Fact. by those guys. You know what it was I mean? kind of crazy, too, that I even brought up heat makers. Uh, wow! Yeah, shout to Heat Makers. I mean, Heat Makers. I put in that category too. Just plays you know? yeah, a, a beast. He's a beast. So, all right. So you're you started making beats. You're you're kind of in in line with like the Just Blazes, Heat Makers. You're finding your own sound. Um, what were what were some of those like early victories like those early placements like what was the first sort of like fuse placement where you know someone bought the record and people started hearing it and you kind of started creating a buzz like what was that early placement uh my first placement where i figured i got a buzz my buzz came from a lot of walker you know like walker that was like the main artist i was working with so a lot of rockers, I'll say the uh, record that people started seeing, like, yo, who's this dude? It was a uh, Gucci Mane record. And it was wow. called, uh, called Pussy Wet. It was featuring Marilyn Manson. Hey. <laughs> and let's just wow. say That's Gucci insane. is, like, really good at giving, like, up-and-coming producers a chance because that's yeah. how Mike Will started. Gucci's you know? the best A&R in the game. <laughs> yo, Gucci got that those golden ears. Yeah. He, he got the does. Gucci ears. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you did this session, you did this song, was it Wa- Gucci and, and Mar- Waka and Marilyn Manson? No, it was Gucci and Marilyn Manson. Gucci and Marilyn Manson. Wow. Um, were you in the studio when that happened? I was, no. I wasn't in the studio when it happened. But I was in the studio, like, it was me and Southside. We was in uh, uh, Dark. It was in Dark Studio. And uh, I think Southside, somebody was tweeting Southside, like, Yo, Like, I, I was, I can't really speak for other producers. I know, for like, Alien Mafia, 
the fact that, you know, we're a collective a group, like, sometimes they don't know who made the beat, so, right. you know, they it. never really know mm-hmm. who to reach out to. Right, which is perfect timing, because it brings me to my next question, which is... Yeah. Man, 808 Mafia. I mean, what what a what a legacy you guys have built oh, up, yeah. and you guys are still going strong, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I feel like 808 Mafia is uh, you guys have pioneered a movement um, and influenced a lot of producers. So, what was your first of all? What was your introduction to 808 Mafia, and like, how did you meet Southside and TM? Um, I was in New York because I'm originally from New York. From the uh, Bronx, right? Pardon? You from the Bronx? Yeah. One of my one of my um homeboys who lived in Roosevelt, he uh lived, he had moved to Atlanta uh, and he was like around Walker a lot. So I remember I was sending him some music, like beats and stuff like that, but the beats were for him. You know what I'm saying? But right. I guess he he would hit me up and be like, yo, Walker just jumped on one of your beats. I was like, oh, for real, that's, that's pretty dope. I mean, I wouldn't get too excited. It would just be like, oh, all right, that's pretty cool. Right. But then um, I think he told me about one particular record he was excited about. He's like, yo, Rock and Kill, Rock and Kill. And I'm like, oh, for real? So I was like, how is Rock and Kill getting me to anyway? He said, well, what happened? He would fall asleep in the studio, and Rock would be going through his folder and taking his seat. So I was like, that's <laughs> That's so, crazy. Yeah, so I, uh, Southside, used to inquire about him. Like, yo, who's this dude? And, and you know, he's just like, yeah, that's my, my homeboy, that's my boy, too. So one day he called me, he's like, yo, Southside wants to talk to you on the phone, so I'm about to put you, I'm about to give me a number, see if I can call you. So I said, all right, cool. So Southside called me, and he was just like, yo, you know, I'm going to put your sound, you're dope. I just want to sign you to A.A. Mafia, like, you with it. And I was just like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I was just like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Because it's crazy, you know, I'm from New York, so. For for me to uh, be for a down south producer to have interest in me was like kind of like shocking. Hell yeah! And yo, it's funny because we were just talking about how. You know, in Atlanta, it's very much turning into. Oh, it's always had this like collaborative energy. So like, you have people that want to collaborate with each other and team up. And in New York, it's yeah. just not like, not like no. that. You know, so yeah. the, the fact that you're from the Bronx and. You know, you know, you partnered up and and caught the ear of like some guys in Atlanta is is amazing. So, so you you officially joined Eight Away Mafia. I mean, did, you, did y'all party? Like, did you do like a, a signing party or any of that shit? Nah, it was like <laughs> they went straight to work. Really straight was, to work. Like, I came here. He was like, "Yo, come to Atlanta." So I just jumped on the first flight, smoking in wow. Atlanta. And I just got the vibe. Actually, I came out here with one of my homeboys. He was a producer too. Me and him were like, made beats up with Teddy. And I was like, yo, come take this vibe. I'm uh, you know, go to Atlanta. So he was like, all right, that. So we went to Atlanta. And then uh, next thing you know, like, we just felt the vibe. I think we were out here for like a couple of days. And then what happened was I went back to New York. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't really, when I first got here, I didn't see Southside like that. So it was just like, he was real busy. So. I was just like, man, I want to see Southside. So for the fact I ain't seen him, I was just like, all right, forget it. I'm about to go back to New York. So I went back to New York. But then Southside had called me. Then he was just like, yo, bro, what are you doing? You're supposed to be out here. And I was like, wow. oh, my bad. I was like, I ain't know. I ain't know my bad. And he, yeah, got to come back out here. So I um, uh, got on the next flight. But this time, I packed up everything. Like, I, you know, went 
cold turkey on New York. Yeah. Crazy. Yo, that story is crazy for you is because that's very similar to pretty much everyone that we interview <laughs> right. yeah. uh, on this show. It, it's 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 a, it always involves like packing a phone call, a phone call, or like <laughs> packing up and just going, going for it, diving in. That saying like I'm not like this is it. Like yeah. I gotta do this. Nothing exactly. Else. Yeah. Nothing else matters. Like let me jump into it. It feels right. Especially if they're calling for you. You know what I mean? Like if it's right in front of you. Why not take it? You yeah. know what I mean. Exactly. Yeah, that's how I look at it. Like I, I don't, I'm like a person who like seeks opportunities anyway. So if I see one, I'm take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 pretty amazing, man. Um, so speaking of opportunity, I want to talk about a few opportunities and a few things that you've you've been involved with, man. Um, we like to talk about placements. <laughs> you know, the golden. <laughs> question for mm-hmm. producers is how do i get placements where do i go who do i need to know how do i get on this album how do i get on this artist album blah 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 blah. right so it's always the same story or the same concept but every story um behind every song is always different always unique so i i, I want to really kind of dig in into some of these placements that you've had and kind of talk about how they how they came about so Let's jump right into it. Let's talk about one of the most recent ones you've had, which is Big Sean, Major. Mm. Yeah. It's a song called Moves. Moves. And okay. let's, just, let's just state, like, I was super excited when, like, I found out that you produced this and we were actually going to have this conversation because it's, like, a ritual for me to play that song every mm-hmm. fucking morning. Ooh. Like, yeah, I think, like, bet- between Big Sean's, like, last album and what he's doing now is just fucking crazy. Yeah. So every time that song comes on, it's like... It's, it's just, lit. It has the the bounce, mm-hmm. like it's the energy, and that's yeah. dope. Exactly. So, so yo, walk us through how that happened. Well, um, that particular beat is a, a, a great story to beat itself. Uh, I was living with my homeboy uh, Trey Pounds. He's part of Anyway Mafia too, and uh, we we were roommates. And so at the time. Uh, I was kind of trying to, like, do my transition from, like, the sampling and everything to, like, getting more into, like, club vibe and everything. So he had, like, a little, like, he knew, like, the method to that. You know what I'm saying? So he was, he was putting me on. So we sat there, and we, uh, I remember, like, he cooked up the loop from the song. It's like, that. it's crazy. So I was like, I got the perfect drum. So when I, once I like when we did the beat and we sat there and listened to it, we was like, yo, this beat right here is gonna take us somewhere. Like this one right here is gonna do something for us. So all I remember was I had sent the beat out to one of my homeboys, uh those here in Cali and then he had hit me up talking about Chris Brown took interest into it. So I was like, Oh, that's dope. So mm, Oh, so Chris, Chris Brown was interested first. Yeah, he Chris Brown was the first one. So Chris mm. Brown had actually did a song to him. Ooh, yeah, okay. I, uh, I never heard this song, but I heard he was rapping on this song. Mm. So, so there's a version somewhere where Chris Brown is rapping on the moves beat for Big Sean. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. In Chris Brown's hard drive somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> or Soldier Boys. From Chris Brown. Then um, I started working with Sean Garrett because me and Sean Garrett was working on the Elliott uh, album. So that, that particular was one of the beats I had selected for it. So, right. uh, so 
had actually came up with a, a dope joint for it, and uh, Misty was actually filling it and everything, and it was a possible placement for her album, but it was just a little slow on the get back. So mm. what ended up happening finally was I gave the beat to um, my manager, Serge, and Serge is like real close to No ID. Like they go way back to after history. So uh, No ID was uh, pretty much, you know, working on the Big Sean project at the time. So and beat Sean, Sean did the thing. I really ain't know nothing about it. So like, I would say later, like, I don't know, like, maybe summertime this year, I mean, last year, 2006, summertime 2016, and then uh, one of the A&R production had uh, told my manager that Big Sean had a single, too. So he was like, single? He was like, oh, it's even better. So that was, that was the final. It ended up in Big Sean's hand, and it kept checking. That was it. Wow. So when did first of all this? So that's a pretty amazing that that beat has gone through so many transitions yeah. as different versions with different artists. Yeah. When when did y'all actually make that beat? Like what year? Uh, we made that beat in 2015. I think it was around uh, 2015, around March. Tight. Around March or February 2015. That's amazing because again, it's so similar right. to other stories that we've heard about how, you know, when, when you're producing a beat, you're not necessarily thinking about who's going to be on mm-hmm. it or what it'll end up being. You're just creating it. Right. right. So, yeah. and then it goes Pretty through much. all these phases and then it just ends up becoming a song, yeah. which is so crazy. So I, I wanted to touch on that really quick when you said like, you know, you're not thinking of who's it going to, you're just creating. I know some people who like, they produce in that mind frame of like, okay, who am I producing for? Yeah. Right. Who's the, who would this track go towards? Do you think it's more, do you think that's important or like you just go with the flow and whatever you make at the moment is what you make? Uh, I think, I, I, like for me, I just let it be natural. Like mm-hmm. whatever, whatever the vibe takes me, you know, like the only thing I will say before I make a beat is like, I'm going to make sure it's an up-tempo. Right. So right. I'll be, the BPM will be set at a certain BPM or if I know I'm going to be doing slower beats or like R&B or whatever today that I know I'll be at the slow with that. But those are the only two things I will probably know before I make but Same. That's that, okay. like The only person that's cool. I will, that I personally would sit down and actually be like, you know what, this whole thing is just dedicated to this person is Future. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Got it. Future is like, like, like the 808 Mafia and Future, the, the chemistry alone is crazy. So like, like we know what he likes and he knows how to do his thing to what we do. So I could just sit there and pick up the tramp pack right there one day, like send it to the email. And I know I did my job. Mm-hmm. Amazing, that's crazy. That's yeah, that's super crazy. But that's really like the only person that I can say like, yeah, yeah. I'll sit down. How'd you actually meet Future? How did I meet Future? Yeah. I met Future because Southside was in L.A. And, well, Southside raps. You know what I'm saying? I don't know mm-hmm. if a lot of people know that, but a lot of people, I know a lot of people know it, but his name is Young Sizzle when he raps. And I was pretty much like his producer. When I first got to Atlanta and I was working, like most of my uh, production was going to just him as a rapper. You know That's what what's up. Wow. I, I actually believed in him as a rapper. I still do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like he's literally one of the top artist in Atlanta, but he's just not as big, known as an artist as a producer, but whatever. Uh, he was doing, a, like, a, his first mixtape called Free Agent. Uh, 
about. So as with that, I mean, I did like uh, remake things with him that he did. So I think Future had hit him up, and Future was like, "Yo, what does your beats?" And then he was just like, "Oh, Future did my beats." that's what's up wow. again yeah, that goes yeah. back to that Atlanta mentality like mm-hmm. like yeah. they don't really discriminate. concern discriminate it's like yeah. yo he's dope I heard this shit let's get in the studio yeah. you know that's yeah. dope yeah that's, so then Southside said he called me like, your future's in the studio he wants you to pull up so I said alright tell me the address I went pulled up all was history from there man that's what's up wow Let's talk about let's talk about another record, man. Um, another record that came out recently, um, that's that's been buzzing, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> Rick Ross, Two Chains, Gucci, Buy Back the Block. Yeah, Buy Back the Block. Tough, yep. tough. There's a video that dropped too. Walk us through that one, yeah. man. <sighs> man, uh, I made that beat last year. I made it earlier last year. Uh, I had, well, what we worked on that either. Oh, um, Stoney, this producer, he's a pianist. So he actually did the piano line on the intro. I was at him doing that piano line. So um, me and him, I actually created that like last year. Then I had sent the beat to Rick Wilson's engineer, Emix. At the time, that was his engineer, Emix. That's how I was getting all my roles placement. And then, uh, uh, I didn't know about the record. Oh, I was on Rick Ross' Snapchat. Ooh. And he was in the studio with Two Chains. Huh. Yeah, two, mm-hmm. me and Two Chains was uh, in the studio, and I heard the beat playing in the studio in the background, and Two wow. Chains was right into the beat. So I was like, oh, look at that. Like, <laughs> wow. What a pleasant surprise. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Crazy. okay, okay, I got something brewing up over here. Yeah. So... I still didn't know nothing about the record, like when it was coming out or anything. I had no word about nothing. So what actually had happened, how I even found out more about the record, I was at Rick Ross's house. And then... Uh, his, so you're at Rick Ross's his, house? Yeah, I'm at his house. Okay. We're all kicking it. And uh, which McCoy, his uh, DJ, Sam, uh, he was like, he was in the room kicking it. And I was telling him about the record that I know that Rick Ross had recorded, recorded to. So I, was, I wanted to hear the record. Because I remember I had recorded the audio of them, like, on my iPad when I was in the studio the last time I was at his career. So I was like, yo, I want to hear this record. I didn't know the name, so I would just play the, the audio of it. So then uh, I remember I was telling him, like, yeah, this is one I, that I saw on Snapchat with uh, Two Chains and Rick Ross. And... Sam was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know about that record. He said, yeah, buy that, that buy back the block. I said, oh, you got that record? He said, uh, nah, I don't got it here. But he said, he got Gucci Mane on the record, too. And I was like, oh, word. Hey. But I, still didn't, I still didn't know it was a single, though. Honestly, I thought it was because I thought at the time they were working on the self-made project. So I was thinking it was just going to be a song on the self-made project. So I was like, okay, whatever. But actually, you know, uh, Epic is hitting me up. Like, yo. So you had uh, an A&R from Epic hitting you up? Huh? An A and R. You said an A and R from Epic hit you up, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. So again, another example of just you. You made a beat a year ago, a year before that, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you see this shit on Snapchat. 
Yeah, like <laughs> crazy. I, I don't sometimes, like you know, if your music is timeless, it's timeless. Like it doesn't matter what year it's made it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like timeless, is timeless. That's what you gotta focus on. Just try to make mm-hmm. good music because so, well, I know a lot of producers they be like, oh no, that be old, like or they right. won't play a beat or they probably won't send out a beat because it's not one of their least. Right. Yeah. And I wanted to I wanted to ask you a question on that because we hear that a lot, you know, when we're asking people about, you know, the production and when they actually produced it. And I love hearing, you know, people say, this is a year old, this is two, three years old. So when you're, like, um, sending out your beats, do you not focus on, like, whatever you've recently done or do you, like, throw that in a batch mixed with, like, you know, shit that you've done a year or two ago? Um, nah, because as of lately, like, all of my recents, usually I'll just be like, I'll click on my recent and I'll just send them out immediately. So, like, if I sent them out, let's just say I clicked up a pack and then, you know, I just sent it out to Future, then if, say, for instance, somebody else hit me up for some beats, I wouldn't send the, the beats that I sent Future because mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, those are still good. So I'd be like, let me go into my old beats mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, just the other day, like, I was just, like, literally going through, like, a folder from, like, 2000, I think it was, like, 2013, 2012. And I was just like, damn, this stuff is fire, too. Like, I really wasn't even paying attention to that folder, but now I, could, I know all this thing. I eat this, and that was kind of full Man, that's what's up. Yeah, and you got to dig into those folders, okay. man. Like, yeah. we talk about on this. And then um, sometimes I, I learned another thing, too, is, like, sometimes... An artist might have to hear a beat more than once in more than one different setting because, yeah. you know, I you could email them one beat because this, I, I would, like, you could email them a beat and then they might be in the studio, but their vibe might not be for the beat yeah. that you sent them, so they might not use it. Mm-hmm. But then you might go to another studio session with them and you might think, like, nah, I emailed that beat so you won't even play it. Like me, I'm gonna play you that same beat I emailed you too, mm-hmm. and then you gonna be like, oh, so like your reaction yeah. was different. Like, oh, right. I love this beat. Exactly. You know, I'm yeah. like, you know it's a saying? real like, thing. That shit really happens, man. Setting, yeah, timing, like that's the same energy, beat that you that overlook. Yeah, that happens a lot. It's crazy, man. It always happens. Always. Like, I, there's a few stories about that. Yeah, happening. I was going to say something yeah, with like Jay. Yeah, with Jay Z and, and Just Blaze yeah. is the, the um, old boy beat. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, he played that yeah. joint. He played that joint. Just Blaze played the old boy beat for Jay. Jay was Jay passed on it. And then um, Cameron ended up using it. And then Jay heard it on the radio. Like, hit up Just, like, yo, what happened, man? Why didn't you play that beat? And, and Just was I like, yo, I that. played you that beat. That. That's how I feel about this Big Sean record. I feel like Chris yeah. Brown and like a couple other people probably at the end going sitting back like, damn. Yep. Exactly. You know, like, More, long story short, the moral of the story is, man, if you have a beat from a producer, jump on that shit mm-hmm. quick. Because yep. that shit is, we, we are not just stopping. And throwing everything right. down just for you, like we're working out here. Yeah. So like, and the beat could be getting exactly. shopped. The beat could be getting shopped to you know yeah, other so people. Right. So while you're yeah. sitting on it, someone else is probably recording like until, a single. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Until you cut a check or until there's paperwork, yo, the beat is still mine. You know but, what I mean? Yeah, but it's funny. Like you know, sometimes it's just that's how things work because you know the person that passed on it might not have. They might be great, but they might not have done it justice the same way true. the same person way. did it. It's you know, true. true thing. No, it's a true thing because um, I did an EP with the mechanics mm-hmm. a minute ago, and um, when they sent me like all all the beats, 
Um, I was looking through everything and I was like, eh, I don't know. I chose, we made the EP, mm-hmm. but I heard a few of those. Bryson Tiller took a few of them. Crazy. Yeah. I passed, <laughs> I passed on exchange. Yeah. Crazy. But it wouldn't have been the same right. thing. I wasn't thinking the way he yep. was thinking mm-hmm. for that record. So it was his. Yeah. That's how I felt. I was like, that's his mm-hmm. record. Right. It right. wasn't mine. Exactly. No, Big Sean definitely did justice on that record. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> killed it. I love all of Big Sean's new Big singles. Sean's are great, man. I fuck with Sean up. heavy. No, he's not even he's stepping been, it up. He's like, up. Like, yeah, what I'm saying, up. even from like his progression True. from like the past from the couple of years, like when he first came out with Finally Famous, like to now, it's like. The pen is yeah. way more yeah. like his last three, yeah. his last yeah. three singles, you know, off this new album are all hard. Crazy, and I love him, him and Janae Aiko. Oh, yeah, that yeah. combo is great, man. That bounce, the bounce back record too is my bounce shit. Back bounce is back, my back. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love, love, love. I love that. Yeah. I'm at the gym. I will be playing that. Facts. Hell yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my boy Metro did that. Shout yeah. out to Metro. Yeah, shout to Metro, man. We're gonna get Metro on this show yeah. soon too. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. Yo, so. Man, you got such a such a great way to start the year. A great strong ending to twenty sixteen mm-hmm. for you. Two singles, Big Sean, Rick Ross, so great, man. So, what's, actually, I had three singles. I had ooh. Mario record too. Hey, Mario! Yeah, so I, I, yep, I saw that on the on the social media. Yeah, yeah, you know what? We gotta well, talk about well, that well, one. Let me help you. That's that. Uh, that they well, they about to drop the video for I think like next week. Uh, wow. Speak actually. Nice. Wow, amazing. How Fuse, was that? That's crazy. Yeah, what so so man, walk us through that placement, man. Oh, the Mario record, that was mm-hmm. actually dope because um that's another joint that me and my boy Sony had cooked up together and it was funny because my manager actually gave us the idea of the type of beat that he was looking for. So we cooked it up. I really wasn't even feeling the beat because you know, I was in my trap mode and that beat mm-hmm. has like a little Caribbean vibes, like a little dance vibe. So um once we sent it to my manager, he was just like, all right, yo, I'm going to send it out to uh, the writer. So he sent it out to my boy, Sick Pan. He's the one who wrote the record. So Sick Pan wrote the record. Then once the record was already recorded, we uh, was in a meeting with Gazi. He's the owner of Empire Records. Yep. Empire Distribution. Mm-hmm. So he was with uh, Gazi, and Gazi heard the record. And, you know, uh, Mario is an artist on the Empire. So Gazi heard the record. Mm-hmm. He was just like, yo, that's Mario's next single. We was wow. like, what? Like, you know what I'm saying? So he was just like, well, how much? <laughs> we was like, what? Wow. He was just like, yo, like, call the writer right now. Ask him how much he wants for it. What's his price? I'm ready to buy this record right now. So literally, like, within 48 hours, all the paperwork was done, everything, and shipped and ready. The next thing you know, like, I think we went through, like, maybe two revisions to beat. Wow. Um, and then, like, we got the final cut of everything. And I was like, once I heard the record, I was like, this record's going to go. So I know they leaked it. They put it out on, like, SoundCloud. And they, it's all hot songs of record. But that's for, the, that's for radio. I think they're pushing the button on it, like, as we speak. So wow. Crazy. Be, I mean, if y'all haven't heard the record, you're going to hear the record. So it's going to be, a, I think it's going to be a huge record. There it is. Three wow. three monsters, man. Yeah, three I heard monsters. I heard him. I heard, uh, I heard him singing it. Singing it without the beat and sounds yeah. Yeah. crazy. Yeah, sounds he's a legend, man. He's a legend. Yeah. Yo, that, yeah. that dude can sing. People be sleeping on him. That dude can really sing. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah, really. I like the yeah. versatility of like you know you doing this because I feel like you know you kind of touched up on it a little earlier when you said like you know you were in your trap zone, um, and when mm-hmm. people usually hear like you know. When, when you talk about production from the South, I think that's like one of the first things people think of is that, oh, it's trap. It has to be trap. Mm-hmm. So like talk up. Can you talk about the versatility of like your music and like what you guys still do in 808 Mafia? That's not necessarily always trap. 
Yeah, well, we're not necessarily trying. I would say, like, uh, we're ba- we will say we provide what we're known for, mm-hmm. which is track. But there's a lot of versatility amongst us. Like, mm-hmm. I was, I could speak for myself. Like, I do definitely do more than just trap music. Yep. I, like, you know, I could give you boom bap, I could give you trap, mm-hmm. I could give you R&B, I could give you pop. I give you all of that. So, mm-hmm. it's like, it's oh, really I've, heard, I've heard your pop records, man. Crazy, stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I really just can't be put in one box. So, right. Like, I, I, I made sure I was that way. You know, what I'm saying it's no different from like making beats. Because mm-hmm. I always thought, like, yeah, it's cool to know, you know how to make beats on an MPC, but I want to know how to make beats on Reason. Yeah, I want to mm-hmm. make know how to make beats on Logic. I want to know how to make beats on FL. I want to know how to make beats right. on Aiden. So I, I made it to where I feel like I know how to make beats on anything you put me in the room with. Mm-hmm. So, so what is your preference? Sorry, what um, is your preference? It depends on the genre. Okay. Depends on the genre. Which, I would what do say you like, like to use for your pretty, trap? Like, your, when you're getting ready to oh, do your thing? FL Studio all day. The cheat code, of course. Oh, yeah. Cheat code, of course. They have the best sequencer. That's my microwave. Yeah. It's the best sequencer, according to a lot of people, man. Mm -hmm. Um, That felt crazy. Like, Logic, that's like, to me, that's like, oh, you know what I'm saying? You take your time, let it cook. You know, come on, nice, intricate ideas and stuff. But, like, that's right, it's a microwave. Yo, that's <laughs> such a crazy way to put it, yo. <laughs> Logic is the fucking I like oven. That. I like yo, that. Yo, FL's the microwave, man. Wow. What do you use Logic for? I use Logic for, like, the R&B, nice. the pop, you right. know, I don't know, more intricate music and stuff like that. But. That's what's up. Yo, you just fucked yo. my head up. You just fucked my head up with that comparison. That's great. <laughs> But trap, there's not too much thinking involved. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, you can't. Not to, not to discredit anybody who does you put a lot of thought into their trap, but it, to me, I just feel like there's not too much thinking. It's like, one, two, three, there you go. There you go. There's a beat. Yeah. You, you, know, so. you can't make a lot of trap beats. Like, you could, if you sat in a room right now and said, make trap, five trap beats, that would actually be really easy mm-hmm. for yeah. a, a standard producer yeah. right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Say that, yeah. Absolutely. It's just a matter of how you freak it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? The, mm-hmm. the groove's got to be, be there. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Just easy. <laughs> exactly. So Fuse, listen, what what's what would be what's um you you've done so much and you're headed in, in such a crazy direction in your career. Um and we, we like to ask this to all of our guests, but what's um man, what's what's that one piece, one jewel, one piece of advice that you would give to the aspiring producer, man, that, that you've learned in your experience along the way that's helped you, that one jewel piece of advice? Uh, I would just honestly say be patient and just understand two things, hard work and perfect time. That's it. Wow. That's how that I look at it. Like, as long as you stay working, as long as you stay on your job, keep perfecting the craft, like, nah. You'll be prepared for when the opportunity comes. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like preparation is everything. Perfect timing. I feel like everybody's going to get a shot at something. It's about whether you're the chosen one or you're not. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like just keep working hard. Be patient. It's not going to happen overnight. Nothing happens overnight. If it happens overnight, that's why your disaster is going to leave. So mm. I feel like put it in the work and focus on perfecting the crafts. That's all I did. I, I just tell people what I did. I did a bit patient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was trying to, like, I had my moments where I was just like, oh, man, just 
moving too slow and what I'm do. But it's like I just knew my time would come and you have to believe in yourself even if nobody else believes in you. Right. I tell you no lie, like I was around producers. I was not a producer. So the minute I started making beats, there were a lot of non believers. You know what I'm saying? They were like, yep. Come on, bro, like you wasting your time, why are you making beats? Just focus on rapping or whatever else mm-hmm. you want to do. And it was just like, I, I really believed in myself. Like, you know what? I'm really just going to be like the best producer out of everybody I know. That's what I told myself. Whether I am or not, I can always believe that. So yep. I felt like that was a good battery to have for me to keep driving. Basically. I feel like anytime people doubt me, it actually gets me excited because it makes me want to keep going. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Man, Jules, man. And, and it just confirms what we what we've have said in the past you know be patient and work on your craft man that's it yeah and like you said i I respect that whole believe in yourself because it's true like once you you know you have so many people that are negative and would try to like tear down your dreams just because either they're they don't believe in it or they can't achieve it themselves and it's like once you believe in yourself you know you can go so far because just you know like letting other people's like ideas and negativity influence you that can really fuck with you you know and it it can make you question yourself your work and it won't make you perform the same so like just believe in yourself and keep working most Mm -hmm. definitely exactly exactly well yo fuse oh wait oh no no before he goes before we go hold on Fuse, uh, this is Atlas. I had a quick question for you. So you said yeah. you said before that when you were coming up, you know the people you look up to. Some one some one person you mentioned was Brian Michael Cox, mm-hmm. and I know you've been in the studio with him, you know, a lot, especially recently. Um, what is that like to to be around him, knowing like you you really looked up to to him at one point in your life, and you know still do. I mean, it's kind of crazy. I mean, sometimes when I find myself in these situations, it's like, am I really here? Like, is Mm -hmm. this really happening? Because like I said, like, I would have never guessed in a million years I would be a producer. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the fact that this, like, is my career is just like, whoa. And now I'm around everybody. So I would say, like, Brian, when I was around Brian, it was a humbling experience. We were working on the Usher record. Jermaine Dupree was there. Usher was there. That was my first time I met wow. Aubrey. And it was just surreal. Like, oh, wow. I'm, like, really here with Usher. Like, I'm really here with Brian. Really here with Jermaine Dupree. And, like, all of them were just cool. So it was, like, just got the work done and everything. Same thing, like, Polo the Don. I remember I used to love Polo the Don. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Polo, Polo, man. Shout out to Polo. Wow. Yeah, then next thing you know, we, me and Polo working out of the same studio. And then next thing you know, me and Polo are working on the same record, working with the same artist, and then we're working on the same record, and now we have a relationship. Amazing. Same thing with Ilmod, you know, like, bro, you got to think, this is uh, one of my favorite producers, hands down, straight out of, like, with that New York sound, like, that all gritty, Mm -hmm. to give you that boom bath, that stuff that nobody else really going to give you. Like, I was a fan of his drum work for years. Thank you, man. You know, I'm making beats with him. I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> not not just one beat. We got like we got like forty or fifty right. or a hundred at this point. Yeah, we have a lot more. He's just more than what he has in his hard drive, right? Just like, <laughs> that yeah. down. Yo, I've heard all of them freaking retarded, bro. <laughs> freaking retarded. <laughs> so, nah, yeah. they really crazy because like Ilmai, I must say, when he gets in the zone, he's in the zone. Like I'm up with like next year, I'm gonna have a seven samples pop up in my email. There's five more. Another seven. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 
then five more. Then he's like, yo, I'm on fire, bro. I'll be texting his service like, yo, this guy is crazy. He's, <laughs> he's overworking me right now. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm just ad- addicted to it. Like, you be laughing. He was just like, yo, man, get to it. I'm like, nah, I'm fucking you. Nobody, like, Man, thank you, Fuse. But you're humbling because you know how many producers would die to open up the email that says it came from Ilmar. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Fuse. But your your output is crazy, man. You're one to talk, man. Like I'll send five samples, and like a couple days later, I'll have five beats from Fuse. (laughs) You know, as soon as I see that email, Ill Fuse one, Ill Fuse two, I'm like, oh shit. Uh-huh. I, I, I pump, <laughs> play that shit in the car, man, because I know the 808 is, like, retarded. So, yeah, yeah, man, man. crazy, man. That's but, yeah, you all will hear some shit soon from, from, from me and Fuse, man. It's mm-hmm. actually, you're going to actually get a lot of placements out of them. I sent them out to a lot of people, so I yep. already know that. Oh, yeah. going to be a lot of fish that's going to be banging on those ones. Like, yeah, exactly. I tell you, it's about to get crazy this year. It's about to get crazy, but, uh, man... Fuse, thank you so much for joining us, man, right. here on Blab Chat, man. A lot of jewels today. Um, man, let's give a round of applause to Fuse, 808 Mafia. Yeah, Fuse. Yeah. Thank you, brother. My God. Amazing, amazing yeah. shit. So we will... Um, a quick shout out to everybody for having me on the show. I'm good shout out to all 808 Mafia, man. And everybody that's listening, keep supporting their music. And all the producers out there, like I said, be patient, keep working hard, and be original. Mm. That's it. That's it. Be original. Be original. That's a big one. Real shit. All right, Fuse. Appreciate you, bro. 100. Talk in a minute. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Shout to Fuse, man. What an amazing, what an amazing interview, man. Fuse, 808 Mafia, had some jewels, man. Killed it. Killed Killed it, it, man. What a story. What a story. I mean, it just further proves the concept of um, just work hard. Yep. Get up and go. (laughs) Just get up and go. Get up and go. Work hard. Be patient. I think patience is a big thing, um, especially in our world of uh, being a music producer and just a creator in general, man. Patience is a virtue. It really is. Yeah, it's very unpredictable, so got to be patient. So um, speaking of, man, I'm choking on these uh, fruits here. Oh, really good. Chopped fruit is really good. So um, (laughs) this is my favorite part. Oh, yeah. This is my favorite part. We're about to do our blap or crap mm. segment. So basically, what's going to happen now is um, we're going to choose uh, a random beat from uh, producers that have submitted their beats uh, to our email, which is info at blapchat.com, info at B-L-A-P-C-H-A-T.com. And if you want to submit your beat, um, you can go ahead and, and uh, email us, subject line, blap or crap and uh give us an mp3 attachment so what we're gonna do is we're gonna choose a beat at random from our email and uh we are going to give you a beat critique on the actual track and what we think so if we like the track we're gonna give it a blap and if we don't like the track we're gonna give it a crap and we're gonna tell you why so without further ado let's jump right into our blap or crap segment let's give a round of applause for all the producers that we're about to shit on yeah can't wait i love doing can't wait can't wait i really i honestly do hope we hear some blaps today but we'll see nothing better first up to bat (laughs) on our blap or crap segment is um sideshow and he's from boston massachusetts shout to boston from the town boston Yep, and uh, you can follow him on, on Instagram, which is Bush Victorians, B-U-S-H-V-I-C-T-O-R-I-A-N-Z. 
Bush Victorians. His producer name is Sideshow. Let's listen to the beat and um, see if he can wow us. Let's do this. Let's go. Intro's a little long. I, I, I think this might actually be the record. I hope not. Let's I see. thought about that too. Those are literally all this, the thoughts I just had. This might be the record. Right, it might let's be see. a build though. Alright, here it is. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Whoa. Okay. All right. Wow. <laughs> I told you it was the record. I was like, just gonna keep going. When it dropped, Illmind was like expecting something so major, and he was like, "Well, no. not really." We, we, wow. we, we all looked at each other and just yeah. knew what it was. <laughs> no, yeah. he said it. As soon as he said that it was long. I was like, "Yo." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had to ring the bell on that one. Yeah. Oh boy. With something so around. simple, I feel like you gotta really keep it. Like, keep it short within everything if it's already Bingo! Do a lot of mm-hmm. different shit within that shit. Yeah. Right. But when you just stretch out two big shits, it's yeah. just shitty. Nah, yeah. nah, you Brown can't. Brown paper bag. Yeah. I mean, I know you didn't even go around the table, but I yeah. think it's yeah. general um, I'm going to be nice. Uh, yeah, I'm going to. That's a brown paper bag. But, um, I'm going to be nice. nice. That's yeah. nice. The, 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 that's so, worse. So a crap is a. Brown paper bag is worse than it's a worse. It's worse. It's is worse. That what we that but the reason why nice. that's the, the reason why I'm going to be nice is because I'm it's actually going like to you're just going to put it over the like I'm not going to even look at you. I can yeah, see that. No. Like, just it's it's bag. on the corner. It's on it's on the corner of uh, Bleaker and <laughs> on, on, on the, and, on, seventh. and seventh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> actually, it's uh, it's on the corner of uh, Avenue C <laughs> and uh, First Street. But um, I can see that. Yeah. 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 Hood life. But. Yeah, the intro was too long. The the sample selection had potential, but like you just looped it and mm-hmm. and just the, the the 808 drums just was that was yeah. a mistake. So the sample was too overpowering in this record. Like I think that's what made it like a little um it made it a little uninteresting when yeah. it kind of like Sorry. kept looping and yeah, you know exactly. that drop just didn't work. Like mm-hmm. like your snare was like bigger than Everything your 808. Yeah. That's crazy. Or yeah. a suggestion could have been you could have used that sample as the actual chorus and right. then made everything mm-hmm. else, you know, derive from that actual exactly. like, chord. Can I get an amen? But, yeah, it was too epic and yeah. too soon and long as fuck. The only yeah. epic thing was the sample. The sample. Like, sample had potential. Like, yeah. Light. yeah. He kinda, yeah no. Atlas, you got anything to say, bro? Yeah, I just said brown paper bag. Um, but <laughs> I, I think BBP. the uh, the sample, I, I wanted him to flip the sample. Mm-hmm. He just... Played the sample back with some hi-hats, a snare, a kick, and an 808. Right. You know what I mean? So that's not going to do it. It's not going to do it. All right. Next up to bat is uh, producer E. Hill, all the way from London. Here we go. Brexit in the building. Brexit. Is that Brexit? That's ignorant. I love it. Hey, we have Trump over here. It's way worse. All right. 
right, that was uh, E Hill, all the way from London, uh, with their beat. Um, I'm not going to start that one. Mundo Beats is going to start it. <laughs> <laughs> Mundo, Mundo Beats. Beats, Beats, Beats. Beats, Beats. I fucked with it. I thought it was tough, honestly. There I liked go. it. I really liked it. So I'm going to give it a blit app because hey. I, was, I was ready to start re-dapping. Blit apping. Blit apping. Yeah, I'm going to give it a B. I like I liked the groove. I like the, the bass line in there. I like how it just okay. built up and it was simple. There was not too much going on. I knew when the chorus was. I knew when the verse, when the you know, after the chorus, when the verse was kicking in. So well done. Who was that? What's the name again? Uh, e Hill. E Hill. Dope. I love you. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm I'm gonna actually I'm gonna crap it um, I, because I don't blap potentials. It had potential, yeah. but my rule of thumb is if it has potential, it's a crap. So I'm gonna crap it, unfortunately. But the good news <laughs> is that um, the beat was really cool, and I think there's, it had a lot of potential. My only thing about the beat was I wasn't really into the swing in the beat. The I think that was like a 50% quantize or a 50% swing. I like it in some cases, but I feel like you should have just went straight forward with this. Because if it was straightforward, then it would have like, it just would have felt so much better, you know? So because of that, I'm going to crap it. But if you switch that, that could potentially be a blap. So there it is. There you go. I think I'll blab that. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. I mean, you know, we were all nodding our yeah, heads. We were all nodding. Yeah. You know, yeah. once once you hear us a little too quiet over your beat, then you know we we mm. fuck we're, with it. If we're not laughing, we're really listening. Yeah. We're yeah. like this is we're waiting for yep. the build, good or bad. Mm-hmm. There right. it is. You gotta blab. Yeah. It Good had shit. potential. I liked it. I think um, for me, maybe just like in certain parts, eliminate some of the sounds. Because, mm-hmm. you know, mm. it, it was like a little too hype all throughout. Mm. So I mm-hmm. think like, True. you know, kind of like dumb it down a little in certain parts, like maybe, you know, with the verses and obviously like the hook make it extremely hype. But yep. I think it was cool. Yeah, There nice. it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. Blast it. Yeah. What do you think, Glam? Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and interesting enough, I probably would have crapped it because I do agree with Ill, but I'm going to blap it. Hey. I'm going to blap it because I don't really, my personal style, I don't like swing either. Like, I don't really, it I, it has to be a time and place for it. You right. know, like, 4-4, four, four, like, you know, stuff like that. But if you're going to do swing, it really has to be, like, a groove. And it was, yeah. I just like that it was, I'm going to blap it because it was just, like, rightfully pocketed. Like right. even though it wasn't my like right. steez, it was right. still cool. And mm-hmm. like I do agree, there are some parts that are like a little too epic. Yeah. Like you know some like that little siren, like every four, yeah. like that could you just put that in every so, but like not. Yeah. But like I said, yeah, take the swing out. It yeah. might actually go hard. Yeah. yeah. Yep, there you go. At least that's not two craps back to back like last week, man. Yeah, man. Listen, three tough. blaps and one crap for me. You know, I'm hating. <laughs> I'm hating. All right. Next up to bat, we have um, <clears throat> DK, simply known as DK here uh, with their submission. So, um, uh, Daryl Kellaway, let's go. Let's hear the beat. I like the texture so far.
submission who wants to start that one off <clears throat> what do you think glam <laughs> <laughs> i liked it a lot i'm a black hey there you go. Okay. yes it gave yes me like a serious vibe. it gave me just like a serious vibe you know mm-hmm. jazz hip-hop <clears throat> elements very like new york very like hip-hop museum very just like just the whole essence totally. of like just the sample, the grit of the sample. People need to understand like the mechanics of sounds really like honestly. Cause if that was like if it didn't have that vintage like feel on the sample, mm-hmm. like everything else would have been like, Oh yes, yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like because of the way it sounded, like it was just like, oh, like it just like and then the record scratching, it sounded like it was live. So I'm mm-hmm. also fucking with that because like sometimes when people scratch, it's not always like everything's hitting. Like, yeah. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I like when it's off because it just like shows like, okay, I'm really like right. freaking this shit or I got somebody to mm-hmm. do it. But complete hip hop elements. I think he nailed it. So black. Nice. Boom. <laughs> there it is. Who wants to go next? By you perfection. Um, <laughs> It was cool. Hey. I liked it. I'll blap hey. that. Hey. Don't get your panties all in a bunch. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It had <laughs> a it, it put me in like a good consistent like vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. So yeah. I'll blap that. It was a vibe. Yeah, it was definitely a vibe for me. I love the intro. I like the sample selection. Mm-hmm. Love the drums. Like I mean if you know, think about it. Like if Q tip rapped over that, we would love it. Yeah. You know what I mean? For if you sure. get the right artist on yep, there, we'd yep, love yep, it. Yep. Funny enough, I actually disagree with Glam. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. I disagree with with you, Glam, on the cuts. I feel like the cuts could have been better. Uh-huh. I really did. Yeah, like the idea of the cuts was cool. Yeah. Um, and but I think I think it could have been arranged a little differently. That's I just agree. my creative thought. But I'm saying just it being there. On, on it the being period, there was yeah, ill. Its presence, but yeah, no, it could have been better. Yeah, for sure. So uh, because I'm a I'm a dick, and because I don't uh, uh, black potential, I'm gonna <laughs> have to crap, crap it. it. But listen, yeah. fix the cuts. And you might have something. <laughs> so are you blapping it or are you crapping it? I'm, cra- I'm gonna crap it. I'm gonna crap it. A nice chicken poop right there. But it's really good. It's good. <laughs> yeah, oh, I. I'm in. The, I'm in the middle with this one um, because, as far as like the track was cool, but I don't know. I didn't really see an artist spitting on that. To me, it was just like them showing off. Like I do scratching, and I, you know, and mm. and. And the beat would just was loop the whole way through with just adding the scratching in it. So for that, like, I'm crapping it. Ooh. I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. I mean, like, oh. I was bopping to it. I yeah, was like, yeah, okay, yeah. this is cool. Like, I could yeah. break dance to this, you know, right. do a head spin or See, a windmill or something. But like, production. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, no. Uh, that's. Because yeah. other than that, I was. It would be a crap if I was like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. would you hop on this? Yeah. Like, no. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> like, like, when I'm listening to these, that's for, for me, you know, nothing that matters, but like, <clears> I. That's kind of what I'm listening for. So it does matter, Atlas. It, it always matters. The world is your oyster. The world the is, mundo your... is your. Mundo is your. Mundo. Peace. 
beats, 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 beats. Hashtag all beats matter. Yeah. All right. Last one for today. All beats matter. Do I they? love that. They do. They do. Not if they're crappy. Not the brown. Well, they matter too. They do though. They matter. You'll listen to that and be like, I'm gonna go make this. Yeah, you have to have crappy. I have crappy beats too. We all do. Yeah, yeah. Everybody got for sure. Once that you would not dare show. Exactly. Throw that in the trash. Exactly. Yeah, the crap is good for manure for the plants. Exactly. Grow. Let them grow. Yeah, Yeah, it's all it's all cyclical. Okay, so (laughs) whatever that means. Chuck Kennedy is up next, and we. This is our last submission for today. We're gonna blab or crap this. Let's go. Turned up. I was hoping. Let's see if it turns up here. Yeah. Yeah, I like the 808. That's tough. Kennedy with the submission. Um, let me think. I'll start it off. Um, I like I, the my favorite part of the beat was the BPM. Just kidding. <laughs> mm. Hey, no, but don't front. Um, no. I like the listen. I no, like the BPMs were tough though. The BPMs were tough. Were tough. That tough. that that tempo was tough. Yeah. Um, I like the eight oh eight glide. Mm-hmm. The eight oh eight glide was tough. Um, I even do like the sample too. The boom, boom, boom. I think there was like a uh, like a playfulness to it. There was like energy to it. But um, I didn't like the drums. Yeah. I thought the drums could have been. T- I was I was really wanting like some hard hitting drums. So I would go back and just replace all those drums entirely, um, and uh, just be a little bit smarter with the sequence. I think it was like the way you set it up didn't really hype me up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I think you waited too long for like the drums to come in so like pick some different drums and do a better sequence i think it could be a good beat but um i don't black potential so yeah i'm gonna crap it I feel like Simon all of a sudden. What I, the ju- I fuck? said that. Did you hear me say that earlier? I'm not. Like, I'm, I'm not. I have good ears, okay? I think you want to make I know what it, I want. When you blap it, it's like you really blap it. So yeah. it makes sense. That shit gotta be. To. It's, it's like a no brainer. Yeah, like I'm not gonna even dissect it. Yeah. Like, to, like if there's a doubt, it's not, it's not a blap. No, you can't. You know, it's got oh, to be on point. You just, you just know when you hear it. Yeah. You know, you know. So that being said, I'm crapping it. Um, I agree with Phil. Speaking of shit, <laughs> no. the brown paper bag. Um, there were elements I did like. The, the 808 was definitely the star of the show. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely keep that. Definitely keep the BPMs because those are super, super, super tough. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, mm. and just you know the sample thing like that organ or whatever. Do, 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 that I like that. So keep that. Keep the eight oh eight. Re, re, redo the drums, and uh, you're good to go. Yeah, there you go. Hey, there it is. What do you guys think? Mundo. Beats, beats, beats. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, wow. It's going to be. Damn. Glam was like, I don't like it at all. Like it. She it hates it. Like, You're dead to glam. No, You're dead to her. You're not dead. even. I just don't like the, like, I'm all for, like, quirky and, like, off rhythms and, like, just weird ways to, like, apply shit. But yeah. it just wasn't even, like, no. I don't like it. But what I will say is in the middle of me listening to it, I was like, I don't like it. But then I was like. You know, maybe if like Missy hopped on right. that shit, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. just maybe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was a thought. But it's not blappable. Right. No. Like, no. There it is. Say no more. No blap potential. Yeah. Perfection, um, what you think? I'll crap that. Mm. Yeah. I'll Bummer. That. <laughs> I think, yeah, like we all said, it has, like you all said, it has potential. And mm-hmm. I like the, I agree with you. I like the glide in that bass mm. and uh, the main sound that you use, the sample, but. I agree with the drums. Like they could have came a little harder, and also like um, try to like go back and go back and mix it a little better. I feel like a yeah. lot of the sounds were like on top of each other, right. and like I like he had like a chant in there that you kind of heard, but not really. And right. I think it was like you know hidden with the other sounds. So right. you know try to separate your sounds and put them in their own pocket so they can you know it might it might make a cleaner mix. Yeah, exactly. All there right, there it is. All right, well what we had mostly craps today yeah. unfortunately yeah. Mm. there was one that had three blaps and one crap from some asshole i don't remember his name oh his <laughs> name's don't mind he hated it um but once again thank you guys for your submissions yes and uh man shout out to fuse for such an amazing yeah, interview i mean sure. this guy is full of jewels um and that's what we do here on on blab chat man we talk to professionals mm-hmm. that um have some insight in the game and uh hopefully that allows for all of us to grow and learn um, along the way and uh, ultimately become inspired to continue to what For we sure. do so um, that being said episode 20 we are out Blab Chat is here make sure you guys subscribe to us on iTunes follow us on social media yes. at blabchat.com B-L-A-P-C-H-A-T and for all my upcoming producers if you want to submit your beats for the Blab or Crap segment you can send them as mp3 attachments to um, info at blabchat.com Let's get some like blaps, some blaps. Yeah, we need like, to hear some bangers, man. Say that. Y'all need to bring the blaps like bring hard. I need to blab. see ill mind blap something. Yeah, I want to blap, yo. Like, <laughs> come on, I'm man. To blap. Blow my socks off. Pause. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to hear some shit. We all want to hear some shit. Yeah. So, absolutely. Come on, bring that heat. Bring that heat. 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 We don't want to shit right. on you guys. Yeah, well, we don't yeah. want yeah, to. Yeah, we have fun with it, so don't take it personal. You know, this is yeah. this is a show for well, we will you know, shit on you if it's shit. Yeah, yeah, for you to be inspired and grow. That's so, it. like, you know, just laugh with us and you know take the take the feedback yeah, yeah. they love it though they, they love, love being it like, we're like we'll be in la and they'll be like you crapped me thank you <laughs> that's much. right atlas has gotten thank that a few times so like much. yo man you shitted on my beat man yeah. it was crazy but uh, <laughs> shout out to all you guys yeah man, back for, next week we're back yeah. next week man we are back um and um we will talk to you guys soon so we are out perfection later glam good lyrics and yo, music man. atlas the plug yes, mundo beats mundo beats Make sure you subscribe. <laughs> subscribe yeah. to us on iTunes. Blap Chat, we are outie. Yeah. See you next time. Peace, peace, peace. <laughs>